it's time for Ghost and Friend Dog. Friend Dog in the morning. In the morning. Live, 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 live. In four hour recording studio audience. Recording. Wake your ass up, it's the next in the morning. Hello, everybody. It is the Wednesday. The day of Weds. Nez days. I believe that's how we've opened every single <laughs> I <think> episode. So. <laughs> it's because. But, today, but it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter why. Doesn't even matter. Doesn't even matter because we have important breaking news. Mm-hmm. News that is super important. Mm-hmm. Mostly because I can't understand it, and also the guy who saved the day is what I imagine all real American heroes to be like. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen the YouTube video yet, or it's been on the news. It probably has. It's been on the news for I don't know, eighteen hours or so. Uh, many years ago, I don't remember if you remember this, but this young girl, Amanda Berry, was kidnapped or killed. I guess. And today, a dude was just, like, walking down the street. I guess he lived next door. And this girl's, like, screaming, like, help me, help me. And he thought it was a domestic violence dispute. He said he was just eating his McDonald's. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) And and, and he goes to the door, and she's like, my name's Amanda Berry. Help me. Dude helps them. There's, like, four women up in this house. (laughs) This man had been keeping these women hostage. I don't know how no one noticed. This guy yeah. apparently was a neighbor who saved them. He's like, I ate ribs with this dude. He <laughs> acted normal. And he had women. I guess they have kids now. For 10 years, he's, ke- he's kept four women in his house for 10 years. Yeah. How did that even happen? And this guy, the, he is my favorite hero ever. Because he's like, he's like, when a pretty little white girl runs into a black man's arm, you know there's trouble. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> I like how right like after he says it, the news guy's kind of like, all right, we're done with this interview. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Everyone in the crowd around him is like, yup, yup, that's true. <laughs> <Yeah>. that's- <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's mind-blowing. See, when I first saw the story, when, when Crendor showed me the story before we started, I thought he saved this one girl, and I was like, that is, that's really awesome. That's really, really great. And then it was like, oh, by the way, there were three other women in there with her. Yeah. I'm like, what? How did one man keep four women hostage? For ten years, if I was those women, after like day three, I would have been like, "Look, there's four of us. We can kick <laughs> shit out of this guy." Yeah, it's like how did that happen? At least it, even like one day out of the ten years, you would think they'd have a right? chance to just like gang up on him and like take him down. I don't even know. It's mind blowing. And the thing that's crazy is the guy said, "Like I've lived there a year." And I've been to barbecues with this guy. He fixes his motorcycle outside. He goes in the backyard and plays with his dog. Meanwhile, he has four girls prisoner in his house. Yeah. it's That's insanity. Insanity. They said the Cleveland kidnapped suspect was charismatic guy, ashamed neighbor, said. <laughs> charismatic guy, the arch nemesis of Florida man. <laughs> charismatic guy. <laughs> you think you can stop me? I'm charismatic guy. <laughs> then guy hero shows up like, that's enough out of you, charismatic guy. <laughs> and then <laughs> the gray storm's just like, I mean, you know, like I used to be number one, but like, whatever. I don't even care, really. If you wanted to kidnap me too, I mean, that'd be nice, I guess. Um, but if you don't want to, it's fine too. I don't care. 
Guy Hero just bitch slaps him like, shut up, Graystorm! <laughs> but Juan Perez, 27, has lived two houses down from the home in question since he was five. What? And he has known the arrested man, Ariel Castro, 52, since he was a child, he told ABC His News. His name is not Ariel Castro. Ariel Castro. <laughs> that, I feel like charismatic guy being named Ariel Castro, I feel like that's when they reveal his true identity. Like, <gasps> charismatic guy was actually Ariel Castro the entire time. It's just this guy like, it's I. I imagine he is either, he's either a mermaid from Cuba or he's a Cuban transformer who becomes a fighter jet. Holy shit, he's a transforming mermaid Cuban. And he flies away. His tail. You think you can stop me? His mermaid tail is made of robot parts. <laughs> and that's what transforms. He well, can no switch between he... legs and mermaid. No wonder you keep women hostage. He's a freaking transformer. It makes, it makes sense now. Wait, three brothers arrested? So there's three brothers? Oh, that's why they needed four women. Oh no! For all it's the brothers, sense. they were. That's a weird ass family. <laughs> that is. A, it's not the most normal of families. They go by caveman rules. You club them over the head. They're yours. <laughs> oh, oh, Ariel Castro. Oh, Ariel Castro. No, Wait. no wonder that guy had to kidnap a woman. He's never getting laid. <laughs> like he was once a city school bus driver. Uh huh. Okay, here's what the thing says. Authorities believe Castro, who was once a city school bus driver, was keeping the women locked inside his modest two-story home, which he has owned since 92. Castro was arrested on a domestic violence charge in 93, which was later dropped. That same year, Castro pled guilty to disorderly conduct, and investigators believe that Castro was helped by his brothers, who did not live in the home. Police have not identified the two other men, but say they were 50 and 54. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I can't I can't imagine though. It's like uh, clearly those brothers. There's something even more wrong with them. Because if my brother was like holding women, like if I had a brother, I would be mm -hmm. like, dude, what is the matter with you? Yeah, right. Like, like there's clearly something wrong with them. It's that weird sort of like they're my only fam. You know what that is? You know what that is? That's the Fast and the Furious mentality. <laughs> it is. Have you seen the new trailer? It's like sometimes even when your family does wrong, you got to do right by them. Like, when your family doesn't care, you need to more. Like, what? No! Turn those bastards in! <laughs> Turn them in! Like, they are officially not in your family anymore when they start kidnapping people. Yeah. Like, maybe that rule goes for, like, when you're eating pizza. And there's one slice left, and you're like, you know what? You have it, bro. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, that applies. But not when you're, like, kidnapping human beings. <laughs> Seriously! It, I'm telling you. Fast and the Furious has destroyed society. It's like those damn kids, uh, the, the, the bomber in Boston. Like, mm -hmm. his friends were like, yeah, we're going to go to his apartment and steal his computer and the fireworks stuff and destroy it. Yeah. So no one finds out. Like, you dumbasses. <laughs> now you get to go to jail too, dum-dums. And they probably watch Fast and the Furious. I guarantee they did. Holy damn it, it's Fast and the Furious, man. That it's that whole, like... Yeah, we, we gotta stand up for our family. No, no, when your family starts robbing trucks at high speed, you call the police on their asses. Yeah. Like, look, 
My family is doing some crazy shit. <laughs> you need to come arrest them. My brother, Vin Diesel, just robbed a truck at 80 miles an hour. He I'm stole sure you're gonna know about it. 80 pounds of shine for his bald head. <laughs> That's what they use, right? Shine. Shine their bald they head. They use turtle wax. Turtle <laughs> wax. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, seriously. They stole a giant safe out of a, out of a bank slash what was it? I think it was a police station in in Brazil. I would have been like, hello, authorities? My brother just stole a bank from a police station. <laughs> I just thought you'd like to know that if you'd like me to repeat it four more times. I mean, I don't, I don't feel like I'm ratting my brother out because he is my brother, but he is a dumbass, officers. <laughs> he and his dumbass friends... I think one of them is a rapper named Ludacris. Those dumbasses keep stealing shit. I'm getting tired of it. I'm not going down for their crime. I feel like everyone in America should be like the uncle of those bomber guys who was like, they are they are losers. They are dumb losers. I was like, exactly. Thank you. Thank At least you, sir. he gets it. Right? Like, they are, they are dumb-dumbs. They, they blow shit up. They are stupid. Like, yes, they are. Yes, they are. Thank you. I think someone said he was charismatic, so was Charles Manson. Right? Charles Manson got women to kill for him. <laughs> I mean, I, come on. No one's like, oh, well, Charles Manson was a good guy, actually. No. No. <laughs> this, it was, it's so bad because, you know, I can't for 10 years, I can't imagine. It's like that one story of a, I think it was in uh, Australia. This guy kept a girl locked up in his basement for like 14 years. She had, like, kids by him and, like, abortions and stuff. And his wife, who lived in the house with him, yeah, was like, I didn't know about it. Like, you have <laughs> got to be kidding. Shut up. You did not go in your basement once? In, in 14 years or however long he kept her there? Shut up. Or That's hear, saying, like, like shit going on, like someone screaming or talking. Right? Like, my, my husband went downstairs, and I heard a baby, and I figured, hey, it's just the washing machine. <laughs> no. No, you idiot. It's, it's just like, uh, this this case, there are four girls locked in a, in a house, a two-story house. Mm -hmm. I don't know where he kept them, but you have, like, windows. Why wouldn't you try to break windows, right? Mm -hmm. and, and, and people around the area, no one has been in that guy's house. I guess people don't go there, but he got they have, like, barbecues together. Yeah. And... They ate ribs uh, together. Uh, you know, I'm more mad at his brothers because they are dumbasses. Like, I this know. guy has mental problems. The brothers should just know better. Plus, mm. they're, like, in their 50s. Look, bros, I know you probably think it's really awesome that your brother has four young girls held hostage, <laughs> but mm -hmm. it's not a good thing. <laughs> There's a great quote. I know that you think it's cool that they got four girls hostage, but it's not cool. <laughs> it's not a good thing, <laughs> idiots. Not a good thing at all. Take I'm telling it's Fast and Furious. <laughs> I think of, and now they're making a new movie, and the quote from the like the trailer's like, when your family does wrong, you gotta like be cool or something. <laughs> I, I don't know the learning. exact quote, but it's pretty much the exact same thing. What we're learning from this. Like it's that... like you've gotta care about your family even when they don't. Mm. I think that's the quote. Care. Which is which is just dumb. No. No, Vin Diesel. No. No, you Vin got, Diesel. In the trailer, he gets shot by his former girlfriend. F her. She <laughs> shot you, dude. She shot you. <laughs> you dumb dumb. She shot you. He's probably a very charismatic guy, too. I think what we're learning his here. His girlfriend? 
well, they're both charismatic. Is a charismatic guy. <laughs> they're both. I'm you. Wait. Okay. Charismatic guys are crazy, but oh, of course, they're they're narcissistic and super egotistical. Mm-hmm. The people that are crazy that we see out in public, they're not going to do anything to anybody. They're just crazy people. It's true. You never you never hear anyone on the news go. Uh, when they find like a crazy, like someone who shoots someplace up or someone who, uh, kidnaps people or someone who does anything, you never hear them go, oh, he was batshit crazy. It's always like, <laughs> he was the quiet one. He never really said much. Yeah. He didn't he have any friends. He never yeah, like talked. he just kept to himself. Hmm. You never hear like, oh yeah, that guy talked to himself all the time. <laughs> he, he shot, he, sh- he shot in the air. He had a gun and shot it all the time. He, he was just crazy. like had, he had like 50 cantaloupes in his garden that just sat there for three years. Yeah, they just, his, his backyard was filled with rotting fruit. <laughs> and then he went and talked to them. You never, you never hear that. It's always like, see, he was so quiet. I want to see a guy with just like a cane walk out to his garden with just like 50 rotting cantaloupes and be like, Jerry! Jerry, damn it! Why you gotta do this again? I told you last time. He just bashes it over the head. <laughs> the cantaloupe just explodes. <laughs> just like that's a, like, oh, that <laughs> it's a lesson to the rest of you. It's a lesson to the rest of you cantaloupes. <laughs> and he like makes voices for them, like, <laughs> "Okay, Daddy, we won't be bad." That's right, you won't be bad. <laughs> oh no, he kept to himself. He was very quiet. He's like a ferret on a leash. <laughs> it's just running in circles. I, you know who you have to watch? If you own a ferret, you have to watch out for those people. <laughs> you do. <laughs> those people are one Fast and the Furious movie away from doing something insane. <laughs> <laughs> that should, that's, people want to ban everything. Ban Fast and the Furious. That's just destroying our society. It is. I think we've, we've finally got to the point where we understand. We've cracked the code. For years, people have been blaming movies and music and video games. It's just the fault of Vin Diesel and everyone else in the cast. I don't remember their names. Wait, doesn't that them. movie have Chris Rock in it, or is that the other one? I don't. What? What? Chris no. Rock. Chris Rock is not in any of them. No. No, what movie's Chris Rock in? <laughs> what? There's a movie he's in. Uh-huh. With like uh who's that Asian man? You know? Alright, are you are you are you mistaking Chris Tucker for Chris Rock in Oh Jesse yeah in Rush Hour? <laughs> Chris Tucker. Oh my god, you Oh yeah in Rush Hour are the worst. They're you like the what? same person. <laughs> Not even in the least <laughs> Well, that is, I'm gonna stop you there before we get angry letters. <laughs> go yell at my cantaloupes. All right. Well, that is the thing that just happened. <laughs> so let's head to chapter cover seven of the sky with Crendor. Crendor, how's that traffic out there? Uh, today it appears that there's a car. It's driving down the street. It's a pretty cool car. I've seen a lot of cars like it, but this one is being driven by a monkey, and that monkey is very furious. He's even too fast and too furious, and he needs to be arrested right now. And the police are on his tail. He's turned to a chase. The monkey will be captured, and he's going to be sent to uh, the prison that Morgan Freeman was in in that one movie. Back to you. I'm not even going to say anything. I'm Mm -hmm. not even going to say anything. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to move on. I'm (laughs) I'm just going to not say anything. All right. I'm just going to move on. Uh, Let's go to weather. Gabs, Nevada. Okay. Gabs, Nevada. Gabs, Only... Nevada. 
It's 55 degrees. It also feels like 55. Mostly cloudy locations nearby are reporting rain. So That's that New Mexico rain from yesterday. It is. It got him. It got him. And if we go to Twitter and we search Gabs, Uh uh, Lindsay Plord says, I miss Gabs. I bet she's just talking about a restaurant named Gabs. (laughs) I think think she is. I miss Gabs. (laughs) I miss Gabs. There's a guy. What the hell is this? There's a guy with a girl, and I think he's asking. Like going to prom, and it says I can't be horsing around prom by myself, so go with me. And he hired like two Clydesdales. Oh, Nevada. <laughs> That's friggin' Nevada. What's going on in sports? In sports, oh, get this: Bulls beat the Heat yesterday. Is it? This is a resurgence. Are we back in the '90s now? We are, and. The b- entire Bulls team is, like, injured, and they have, like, the third-string people in, but they beat the Heat. They beat the Heat. They beat so much the like Heat. A, much like a weather report, <laughs> they beat the Heat. And LeBron James was not doing anything except losing. I imagine they just listened to, like, the 11 o'clock news, like, how to beat the Heat tomorrow when you go to the beach. <laughs> and it's just the basketball team has, like, sun lotion on their nose. <laughs> <laughs> and they and they just they're they're wearing like just swim trunks. Just got swim trunks on. And they they're drinking packs of of cooler light. Not cooler, cooler light. The cooler light. Cooler light. <laughs> oh my god, we need to go what? into the beer industry and make cooler light. <laughs> like, hey guys, what are you looking at for your picnic where you got your coolers? I know, cooler light. It's better than the other harder stuff because it's light. Now, what's that stuff called? It's in the little packets, and you have to punch it with a straw. What is that? Oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. It's uh, it's not Sunny D. It is Capri Sun. Capri Sun. <laughs> Thank you. Cool, cooler light. I was close enough. <laughs> cooler light. Cooler light. <laughs> Capri Sun and cooler light. <laughs> it's close enough. Close enough. So it's them with, like, sunscreen and, and Capri Sun, and that's how they beat them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They just squirt the Capri Sun at him. Take that. LeBron's like, it's in my eyes. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that's uh, sports. Wonderful. All right, what is our big news story of the day? <laughs> All right, today's story is going to be about five crucial questions to ask your love interest. Ooh. Okay, imagine I understand the concept of love. Mm-hmm. Go. Okay. What are so, you? Wait, wait. So I found so I found a, a nice young lady mm-hmm. who, let's say, is a model slash attorney. Slash. Slash doctor. Slash doctor. Slash heart surgeon. I'm, <laughs> things I, I'm just thinking of things I'll need. She's a heart surgeon on the side. <laughs> yes, yes, on the side. Mm-hmm. With, with, with. Baby back ribs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, baby go. Back, baby back, baby back. Crucial question number one. What are you really passionate about right now? So this <laughs> is like if we're on a date, I should be asking, like, what are you really passionate about yes. right now? Okay, yeah, all right. So this person says- <laughs> I feel like I should do this just and just record it to get their reactions, <laughs> which are like, what the hell kind of question is that? <laughs> I read it on Yahoo. <laughs> they said, I usually lean in, look him in the eye, and say, So tell me, 
What are you really passionate about? It says Washington resident Heather, 37. <laughs> this is why you're single at 37, Heather. Sometimes... I want to know, I want to know the ratio of legit answer to fake answer. Because I guarantee most of the guys are like, right now, I'm passionate about you. <laughs> yep. You know there's that that has to happen. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Some, she you, says. You bumped my pants right off. <laughs> Oh my god, she says, sometimes my date responds with another question. What do you mean? I reply by saying that I'm genuinely interested in whatever excites him most in life. What does he love doing more than anything else? Sometimes this question makes my dates uncomfortable, and they shift around in their seats and say they don't really know what to tell me. Or they respond by telling me that they like the normal stuff, work, hanging out with friends, etc. I look for the guy who brightens up at the question and starts to tell me all about whatever it is that he's into right now. To me... It really doesn't matter what makes him happy. It's more important to me to know that there's something in this world that he's really engaged in and feels passionately about. I find that passion really attractive. You know what my answer would be if she asked me? I'd look her in the eyes and be like, I love Game of Thrones. <laughs> I'd be like, look, lady, you do not understand. Did you watch the last episode? Oh my god, poor Sansa. Don't you get it? She had a chance to get out, but she didn't because she's dumb. Oh my god. And I'd just sit there the entire time flipping out, and she'd be like, Check, please. <laughs> now she's got to marry Tyrion. God, you're so dumb, Sansa. So dumb. So dumb. Also, I read the books, and it's going to be them amazing. I read them, too. We can't, spoil, we can't spoil it. It's going to be amazing. I know. The end of the season is going to be like, oh, my God. I just I told everyone that I watch with, since most of them haven't read the books, that I'm just going to, instead of watch the screen, on episode nine, I'm just going to turn and watch them. <laughs> <laughs> just to see them lose their minds. It's going to be great. It's, it's like... You don't think it's going to happen, and then things happen, and you're just like, wow, I can't believe that happened. It's true. That's that's exactly what <laughs> what it's like. That See, that's what I'm passionate about right now. I'm passionate about that. And when she would ask me, I'd be like, that's it. And if she accepts it, good, because I will bop her pants off later. <laughs> but if she doesn't, you know what? I still have Game of Thrones, and she's going home alone. Mm -hmm. End of story. That's how that works. <laughs> because you're not kidnapping her. I'm not kidnapping her. <laughs> I'm not gonna kidnap her. I would expect that my family would be like, "That's probably the wrong." Thing to do. <laughs> they probably would. They they're not they're not like Fast and the Furious. They're like, "My son Jesse, I'm reporting him to the police." Oh, are you are you kidding me? I know my mom would. She'd be like, "You idiot! I gotta call the police on your dumb ass." Like, mom, don't. She's like, "No, go to hell." <laughs> Thought I taught you how to treat people, Jesse. Now you oh, let yeah. movies inflict you. Inflicted. I've been inflicted with the movies. The movies have inflicted you. <laughs> All right, what are, we got four more. To okay, crucial question number two. If you go back and do one thing differently in your life, what would it be? Who who asked this one? Uh, after all the dating I've done, I've definitely developed a number one question for my date. Says California native Jennifer, thirty-four. Oh, they're all women. No, and they're all in their late thirties. <laughs> of course they are. <laughs> Working out real well. All right. If they could go back and redo one thing over in their life, what would it be? It never fails. I hear about something and it didn't work out, and how this person spent time trying to fix it, or just moved on and learned from it instead. This question never elicits a negative response, and I always offer or share my story with my date it makes men think about being intimidating and it also makes them realize that i'm not a run-of-the-mill woman who just wants to talk about what's on the menu at dinner yeah well lady here's what i would say <laughs> biggest regret going out on this date <laughs> then 
I'm. There's one thing I do know is that if someone asks you a question like that, you never talk about another girl ever, <laughs> ever. Jesse, learn. I've learned this fact. Or <laughs> you just like one time, like, what's it, what would you do differently? It's like, well, I'd go back and date that attractive girl that was no. really similar to me instead of you. <laughs> no, I mean, like, <laughs> if if someone asks you that, what would you do differently? Never say like, I once dated this girl and it worked out bad. Don't even bring up women. Be like. Yeah, one time I was at the zoo and I <laughs> peanuts at an elephant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do that differently. I wish I brought, you know, like more peanuts because I ran out. I had so much fun and I just didn't have the money for peanuts. <laughs> I mean, this one time I saved like 50 children from a burning fire. I, I do that differently. I, I wish I could have saved like all 51, but I could only get 50. Yeah, I had to leave the ugly one behind. I did that differently. <laughs> I mean, he's ugly, so. You know. Nobody they likes orphans, ugly too. Things. He won't be missed. <laughs> I find it funny how it's like whenever there's a cute animal or cute thing, everyone's like, oh, we need to, we love the cute thing. But if there's like a <laughs> same thing that's an ugly thing, they're like, eh. They eat it is what they do. <laughs> Just eat it. Just eat it. <laughs> All right, what's, what's next on our list? Crucial question. Fail dating. Number things. three. Which three people, living or dead, would you invite to dinner and why? God. I asked my dates which three people, living or dead, they'd invite to dinner and what kind of meal they would make, says Steve34 of Chicago, Illinois. Oh, Steve, you're ruining it. First off, Steve's ruining it. Mm-hmm. For- I thought this was all sad women, but nope, it's sad people. <laughs> sad people. Sad people. Then he's going to go on the internet and complain about how he's just like, you know what? Women don't like my questions. I ask the best questions. You know, you know, who, you know who I would invite to dinner? Steve. Uh, Jesus, Mohammed, and Abraham. And then I'd serve pork. <laughs> <laughs> that. And then we'd talk. I'd be like, guys, what the hell's going on? <laughs> <laughs> what this religion thing? Can we finally get on the same page and not stop fighting each other? And that's what you would do. That's what I would do. Send your angry letters. <laughs> I would invite Steve. And Steve who? Steve, the guy who asked this question. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and Jennifer, who asked the last question. And Heather. And I'd be like, listen, guys, you got to stop asking stupid questions. You, know, you actually... <laughs> That's pretty great. You know what I would do? The answer that I would give that, like, I'm trying to think of what the, the, the great suave answer would be, and I feel like it would be I'd invite you and then my great-great-grandfather and your great-great-grandfather, and they'd get to see what what the future would be like, what their, what their great-great-grandchildren will be like. I'm trying. I'm working on this answer. That sounds creepy right now, <laughs> but I'm working on it. You're working on it. I'm working on it, right? Because I'm trying to find out what, like, the sweetest answer would be. They Basically, I'm, I'm trying to con my way into bopping your pants off is what I'm trying to do. <laughs> the next girl you date is going to be like, which three people would you invite to dinner? And you're going to be like, I know exactly how to answer this question. <laughs> I prepared myself for this one moment. <laughs> <laughs> yes! All this work. And then I fumble it. I just completely screw up. You're uh, like, I'd invite. So I would invite. Uh, Abraham. I mean, duh, shit. Jesus. Oh, <laughs> I didn't want to say that one. Oh, damn. <laughs> Crucial question number four. What's the one thing that surprises you about dating now how it was versus ten years ago? Uh, 
Um, I don't, that's a weird question. <laughs> I like to get a sense of my date's perspective in history, says North Carolina native Margaret 45. Since the oh men- Oh my god. <laughs> oh my, alright, that explains that question. She did have a dating scene ten years ago. <laughs> she did. She's on the same level. This is Jennifer? This is what's gonna happen to you. <laughs> <laughs> that would be my answer to Jennifer's question. If you ask dumb questions like this, you're gonna be like, Margaret 45 over there. <laughs> It's just invite <laughs> <laughs> Margaret to dinner, and Jennifer like, listen, Jennifer, this is what's gonna happen to you. Do you see the person sitting next to you? This is what's gonna happen to you, Jennifer. <laughs> That's you, Jennifer. <laughs> and Margaret just sits there like, what? <laughs> Do you want to be forty-five and crying at dinner? That's what you're gonna be. <laughs> and asking stupid questions about how dating was ten years ago. You want that to be you? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> just like you know what? I know everybody's sad now, so let's let's eat. Let's right? Eat. And later you you bump her pants off. <laughs> it's crazy. Get her in the, the car. Base. You crank it up to eleven, and it's like whoa, whoa, whoa! And she's got, like, oh. <laughs> you just got that. What are those songs where it's like it's got the guy with the deep voice? He's like, until three seconds before he started singing, I thought you were talking about Barry White. Clearly, that was not. No, it's like a Jamaican guy, and he's always in like dubstep songs, and he's like, it's like reggae, but not. Well, he's in dubstep. Well, dubstep reggaeton. Yeah, dubstep reggaeton, reggaeton. <laughs> and it's like, it's always the guy, and he's always doing that. He's like, What's the fifth one? What did you do last weekend? That's it? That's it. I would have been like, I went on a date with someone a lot better than you. I like finding out concrete things about the women I date, says Maryland resident Alex36. <sighs> Alex, just... <laughs> Oh, Alex. So, he doesn't ask rhetorical questions about quantum physics or what you'd take what you'd take with you if a house fire broke out. I asked Oh, my... I would I would ask quantum physics. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. That's how you know if a woman's smart, you bring Look, look. Attractiveness is great, ladies, and I'm all for you busting your ass to be hot, but you need to be a smarty too, cuz eventually, no matter how much you bust your ass to be hot, that ass is still going to droop <laughs> along with the rest of you. And when we're like 80 and I still got to put up with you, I would rather you be super intelligent so I don't have to like deal with a dum-dum the rest of my life. You got to be Pepper Potts. You got to be my Pepper Potts. You got to be super smart, look hot, and take care of me. That's mm -hmm. what I need. I need that in my life. <laughs> and if you don't exist, then I guess I will be like Tony Stark and just drink myself to the grave. Or Comic book Tony Stark, not movie. <laughs> movie Tony Stark, not nearly as much of an alcoholic as he should be. And in 20 years, you'll get a robot one anyway. Right? Oh, I can't wait. No, seriously, like, oh, so dumb. So, so, these questions are awful. They Just are awful. awful. Ask, ask quantum physics. Ask them questions about alternate realities. Like, if you were yourself in an alternate reality, and we were here together right now, mm -hmm. but I was a woman and you were a man, mm -hmm. what would you say? Whoa. Their minds just blew the fuck up. <laughs> My mind just blew up. Thinking right? of that. Because it's like... Whoa, it's you're challenging their thought process, right? 
and they're not right? used to this. They're used to normal guys being like, what did you do last weekend? They're used to normal guys. They're not used to wackos. <laughs> they're not used to people yelling at their cantaloupes <laughs> with ferrets on a leash. <laughs> they're used to guys who watch Fast and the Furious, and that's why they get their ass kidnapped. Full mm -hmm. circle. We just came around town. Full circle. We drove, we drove this one around the block. <laughs> We're back. All right, that's it, guys. We are done. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back tomorrow with another Cox Grinder in the morning! Woo! To be continued. Uh, uh, uh.